Hey, what's going on, guys? Felix here from Shopify Masters Podcast and Podcasting Secrets. And today, I want to talk to you about the most common fear I hear from people about why they don't start their podcast. Hey, my name is Felix Tia, and welcome to the Podcasting Secrets Podcast. If you want to start a podcasting business so you can have financial freedom, you're in the right spot. This is a daily podcast where I'll teach you what I've learned to grow a successful podcast to millions of downloads and over $300,000 in revenue, all while doing it on the side. You'll also be able to follow along as I continue my journey to make double my day job salary with my podcasting business, and you'll see behind the scenes of what's working and what's not working along the way. So I was talking to this woman that was producing a lot of content already around her niche, around her industry, which is around sociology and psychology. And she's putting out a lot of content. She's going on Facebook Live a lot on her Facebook, um, but she wasn't starting her podcast. But she told me that she wanted to start her podcast. And I asked her what was holding her back, like how come she hasn't started one sooner? And she gave me a response that really resonated with me because I have the same exact fears, same exact reasons for other projects that I wanted to start. And it's also a very common thing I hear from others, which is that she is fearful of wasting her time. And I get it, right? You don't want to waste your time because you're spending a lot of time on launching a podcast or launching your website, launching your business. And you don't want to waste your time because now all of a sudden you did something, it didn't work, and you have to start all over again. I think as well, I think even more deeply than that, I have this fear of wasting my time because I'm it's almost like an excuse because I'm afraid that I might invest a lot of my energy, I give it my all, give it everything I have, and then all of a sudden, uh, it didn't work. And to me, that says something about me personally, right? I take it almost personal where I started thinking I am not enough. I, what I have is not enough to get me to to reach my goals. I didn't do it. I didn't have enough to to get me there. And it's a big failure, right? It's not just feeling like you failed in that one project. You feel like you are a failure as a person because you can't get it through across the finish line, right? You couldn't accomplish that goal because you gave everything you had and it still didn't work out. And so what I was realizing was that by thinking this way, I would never accomplish anything because what I started doing was that I would only kind of do something like, you know, half-assed a little bit because I didn't want to give it all my, my all because I can always have this excuse in the back where I was like, well, it didn't work, but I didn't do everything I could anyway. So it doesn't really say anything about me. It just says something about the project, about the podcast, about the website, about the business that I wanted to start. It doesn't say anything about me. What I was realizing though was that that kind of thinking, that hesitation, that skepticism on the potential for your success, the potential for my success, helped me back a ton. So instead of trying to think to myself that I might be wasting my time, this might not work anyway, like why bother starting? I do two things. The first thing is that I recognize that these are doubts that creep in. And in the book, The uh, Art of War, not The War of Art, but The Art of War, the author talks about the doubts that creep in right when you are getting right when you are almost there right when you are on the path almost inevitably there are these doubts that enter your head and start telling you start questioning you when you're about to launch your podcast when you're about to get started launching your podcast these doubts start start creeping in because it's almost like a self-preservation uh, instinctual evolutionary thing where we we don't want to leave our comfort zone we want to stay safe and warm inside the cave and not leave and not try out new different things because that's a safe way that's how we can you know avoid embarrassment avoid 
maybe back then avoid death by you know pursuing some kind of a prey or to, to hunt animals and you know like these are kind of things that are innate within within us as humans is that we always want to stay with what's comfortable so first of all I start recognizing hey this is just a normal reaction that doubt will creep in and when it comes I say you know what that is doubt that is the doubt that I'm going to succeed and that, that doubt is what feeds this fear that I'm fearful that it won't work out, that I'm fearful that I waste my time. So that's doubt. I recognize it as doubt. And the second thing is that I start looking for and recognizing that there have been examples of success stories in, in even more less likely scenarios, right? For her, sociology and psychology in her head, she believes that it's going to be a waste of time. No one's going to be interested in hearing about it. But I think to everyone else outside of that space that is not being fed this doubt in, that she's facing within herself recognizes that's a big topic. That's a big topic. A lot of people are interested in it. There are college majors. There are jobs. There are whole industries around this topic. So it's, it's, it's funny how when you're in it, the doubt seems so real. It seems so tangible. But then when you're outside of it, it it's not – you recognize that these are just doubts that that person is facing. So first, again, recognizing that there are these doubts. And second, recognizing there are even less likely cases to succeed – that have succeeded. And for me, is an example that I've heard over and over again, which is that there are big businesses teaching people – taking people on Bigfoot hunts. Like these are people, Bigfoot hunters. They have whole businesses, booming businesses, many employees, long-lasting businesses that take people and teach them how to find Bigfoot. And obviously there have been no success stories from these Bigfoot hunts yet because there are no true pictures, but they still build a business around it. So if they can succeed, even though that's such a small, small niche and it feels like there's not a big market for it, it feels like it should not be that successful or at least not lasting that long. There have been businesses open for decades that have taught people how to hunt Bigfoot. So look for the cases for you. Use my example if you want of the Bigfoot hunters, but find an example of something that has succeeded even though it doesn't seem like it would. And if they can succeed, you can too. And that's why I started thinking to myself was every single time I encounter these, these doubts, recognize it's a doubt, say, hey, you know what? That's a doubt. Let me counter it with these unlikely success stories. And then ask myself, what if, what if I could be successful? What if this could be, why can't I be that way? What if this could be same thing for me? So again, recognizing it's a doubt, look at the least likely cases. And it's helped me kind of stay on this path and stay on this journey, even though the doubts are creep crept in. I recognize them. I know they're part of the process and it's part of my job to kind of step over them. And sometimes I can't step over them because they're too big. And that's why I chip away at them at using these less likely success stories and then saying if they can do it what if what if I can do it too so that was a big transformation for me was that that I cannot stop trying to spend time knocking down the doubts they're going to come just recognize them and find ways to chip away at them don't just try to kind of brush them off or think that you can try to avoid them altogether. They're going to come, find ways to chip away at, at them, and the success stories of unlikely success stories are what has worked for me. Um, and if you're, you know, you're thinking about starting your podcast and you are trying to face these doubts and, and chip away at them, I think having a guideline is helpful. I think having that path is helpful so you can always return back to the path. So if you have don't have a podcast here, maybe you kind of got started, but you want that path, Make sure to check out the podcast from, podcast from Scratch course that's coming out very, very soon. If you want to learn more about it, make sure to get on the email list. Just go to podcastingsecrets.co. You'll be on the list, and you'll learn more about it when it goes live very, very soon. Hopefully it helps you out. Take care. Bye-bye.